You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06+. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've, I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even, Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. The Volume. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Thursday, February 8th. Super Bowl week just motoring along. Oh my goodness, do we have a good pod today for you. The Athletics' Mike Sando stops by to break down. Listen, this is a little in the weeds here. If you're a hardcore football fan, X's and O's, you're going to love this. We break it all down for you. Um, I, spoiler alert, he's another guy who likes the Chiefs. Um, I like the Niners. We've been there. Anyways, um, you're going to love this podcast with Mike. A lot of granular detail that, you know, listen, I know you go to a Super Bowl party. Maybe you'll be Super Bowl party hopping. Um, and you want to go there and you're watching the game and there's people eating and you're talking to friends you haven't seen and you're chasing your kids around and you want to be able to lock in. There's some stuff that Sando talks about to look for specifically on both sides of the football. And listen, live betting is your friend. Remember, Chiefs went down, what was it, 24-14 last year to the Eagles in the Super Bowl? And you could add, you live bet the Chiefs to come back and win. Um, Patrick Mahomes, that's what he does. Now, the script has been a little bit flipped in this postseason for them as they have been jumping out to early leads and then staving off the opponent by choking them out with the defense, at, whereas the 49ers have been the comeback kids. We'll see what happens, obviously. Um, I do want to quickly just point out, and I've mentioned this before, the one thing I like about the football season dwindling down to the end is the ability to actually watch TV shows. Like, I'm not even making this up. When the season is going, I'm not able to stream some of these shows. And I'm not trying to act like one of these guys who's just like, oh, yeah, uh, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm I'm able to half-ass it, and then also I'm watching all these shows and, like, Listen, man, I I got a wife and kids. It's just, it's not possible to keep everyone happy and watch streaming shows. So I'm catching up on all my shows. Uh, This is what I've watched, almost binged in the last two weeks. Because like, yeah, I'm watching some college basketball. Yeah, I'm watching some NBA. But I'm, I'm not having to dig deep for NFL stuff all the time and be up to speed on 14 games every week. 
I'm sorry, 15 or 16. I guess the Thursday night game, you rule out, and then there's buys. Whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Here are the shows I've checked out. Reacher 2, obviously, I wiped that out early in the playoffs. Amazing must-see. I just finished Echo on Disney. It can be polarizing. I do like superhero stuff, so I was into it. Only five episodes. Um, the one drawback is you can't totally do other stuff because there is a lot of sign language as the super, as the hero is deaf. Um, but again, it's like a good show. It's not bad. Listen, it's three o'clock in the afternoon and, and you're home from work and it's quiet. You fire it up, lay down. Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, we just started Expats on Amazon with Nicole Kidman. I will preface this. It is a little depressing. I tried to tap out twice. The wife's like, let's just keep watching. It's not, I'm just, it's a little, I'm not going to, no spoilers. Uh, Nicole Kidman's in it and she is phenomenal. It's good, but I just, you know, I like positive stuff, guys. I'm sorry. I, I, I like, you know, I don't want to sound like an idiot, but like, give me um, fighting, right? Give me killing, you know, the Reacher stuff obviously is fun. But I also like, yeah, listen, I, I'm not going to lie. I like hot chicks in some of these streaming shows. It's fun. Why do I want to watch depressing stuff? I'm just keeping it real, folks. Uh, and then also True Detective, um, which is on HBO. And it's a little slow at times. It is a little mysterious, which I like. I think there's a lot of potential here. The only problem is they're only doing one a week or whatever. Maybe they released two at the beginning and now one a week. Um, I, I do like it. I'm into it. And I did, this is the real sign that I'm into a show. They release one a week and then it's like Thursday and you're like, oh man, it sucks. We got to wait like three more days for the next episode. That's how you know you're like kind of into a show. Um, I watched La Brea. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it. It's an, a, a regular show on NBC. Yes, I know. What am I doing? I'm an idiot. Uh, I still have cable. I like La Brea. Again, futuristic science fiction time travel stuff that is a it's getting a little off the rails here but i still like it i'm into it and um finally i just started equalizer three with denzel washington now i will leave you with a hot take before i get to mike sando okay i believe the equalizer series starring denzel washington is better than the john wick series with keanu reeves now i know a lot of people sweat the john wick series and it's fine my brother's a huge fan I've seen the John Wick series. Uh, not all of them. I watched the first. So I think the reason John Wick is considered better, air quotes, than Equalizer is because John Wick came first. It came out just a little before Equalizer, right? So you're first to market, you know, Uber versus Lyft, blah, blah, blah. And I just thought Equalizer was superior in every way. And I just started Equalizer 3. I did not watch John Wick 3, 4, 5. I don't even know what number it's on. I saw one. I was like, eh, it's good. It's fine. And then I watched two, and I was like, this is like the exact same thing. And I know I just said I like killing and fighting and all that fun stuff, and John, John Wick does that. I just feel like it's the exact same thing. I don't, I'm not as bought into Keanu Reeves as I am Denzel Washington. Apologies to the John Wick fanboys out there. Anyways, without further ado, let's get to our guest, Mike Sando of The Athletic. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Vredestein tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. 
Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Vredestein test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. When you're an American Express Platinum Card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? I've I've lost count. Or, shoot that, shoot that! And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. The line opened with San Francisco as a short favorite in the rematch from uh, the 2020 Super Bowl. Very excited. If you listen to the pod, you know which way I'm leaning. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Straight. Fire. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code straight fire. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-467. 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, He knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy who covers the NFL for The Athletic. He's covered him for a while, and he wrote an awesome piece about building teams. You know we love that stuff here on Straight Fire. Mike Sando from The Athletic. Mike, how are you, man? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. 
Yeah, no, great to have you back on. And, and this piece you have on, on how the teams were built, I'm fascinated by this. You know, we we invested in a soccer team and a basketball team and, and just the team building aspect is fun. I can't imagine what it's like in the NFL, you know, the most popular sport in America. And it seems like the Chiefs did just such a tremendous job, whereas the Niners got, is it safe to say they got a little lucky? People forget, like that Trey Lance trade was massive and Brock Purdy kind of saved yeah. Shanahan and John Lynch with, with with his play, no? He did, but I think you also have to give Shanahan credit because, you know, almost every quarterback that's played for him has played better for him than he, than people thought they would. Uh, one of the things I researched uh, for actually a piece that came out maybe a week or two ago was I just looked at Shanahan's had basically 13 starting quarterbacks since he's been calling plays since 2008, and uh, meaning they started at least 10 games in a year. And eight of them, like 60%, averaged eight yards per attempt or more, which is good, above the league average. And the rest of the league's at 15%. So if you're with Shanahan, you're four times as likely to average that much per attempt, a nice little kind of barometer. So he gets credit because I think Brock Purdy, had he gone to um, you know another team, could have washed out, right? He wouldn't be looking yeah. this good. So it, definitely Purdy is saving them because he's really great for the system. But I think you do have to give them some credit. I wouldn't say it's, it, it's fortunate, but not totally lucky because of Shanahan's track record of getting the most out of the guys he has, whether that's Jimmy G or you know yeah. Matt Schaub. Matchup. It's interesting that you bring up Jimmy G. Everybody says, well, oh, Brock Purdy's not that great. He shouldn't be an MVP. This is Jimmy G all over again. But then, Mm. Mike, you look at Brock Purdy's stats this year, whether it's EPA, yards per attempt, uh, quarterback rate, whatever it is, and they were top five in the league. Jimmy G was barely, barely top 10 when he was thriving. Oh, yeah. It's not even close. Uh, I'm just curious. Would you say, and, and I'm not saying he's as good as Matt Ryan was with the Falcons and Shanahan, but that this is the best any quarterback Shanahan's had has played? I would say Matt Ryan had, uh, I guess I'd have to, that's fine. I should stack those two. I still think Matt Ryan's was probably a little more dynamic in 2016. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that Matt Ryan was probably more experienced, a little better, and just pure drop back pass, meaning, you know, we have to throw the ball. I, w- I would say that probably, but the fact that we aren't sure off the top of our heads <laughs> tells you what kind of a season Brock Purdy's having. Really good, because that season with for Matt Ryan was you know, was a great year, super productive year. Another example of Shane hanging the most out of a quarterback who was good, but not really great. Played like Hall of Famer for, for Kyle. Yeah, now he did have Julio Jones. Um, I, I, I like Ayuk a lot. I love Debo Samuel. Uh, Hul- Prime Julio Jones is, I mean, he's Hall of Fame material. Um, so you could, and they were playing in a dome in what I consider to be a pretty bad division. So everything's set up. And Matt Ryan did sure. win the MVP. Um, I don't know. I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to wonder, do you think a lot of the stigma about against Purdy is simply because he was the dead last pick in the draft? Yes, I think that's a component. And then the fact that, like you said, Shanahan got a lot out of Jimmy G. They went to a Super Bowl with Jimmy G. So if people want to push that narrative, they can say, let's just say the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. It's going to be real easy for people to kind of fall back on their prior, right? And say, yep, see, just like Jimmy G, you got him only so far when, you know, okay. I mean, that's we can't argue that if that's how far they got. But I think you, you have to be able to look at the two players and say, okay, here's the difference. Brock Purdy is a quicker decision maker. He's a super fast processor. 
he gets the ball out with greater anticipation more consistently than Jimmy Garoppolo did. I think he also is probably a little bit better of a scrambler and, and mover and able to run yeah. around. Now, when he runs, sometimes he doesn't throw it great, but he, sometimes he does. He makes some plays out off schedule that I don't think I'd feel as comfortable with having Jimmy G do too. So I think he's better whether or not, you know, the result's the same. You can't, you can't control that. A lot of great players have lost in the Super Bowl game. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. if Dan Marino lost in the Super Bowl game, is he the same as, did he get him just as far as Jimmy G? There's no comparison between the players, right? I mean, yeah. we have to be able to see the difference. So this is where it gets interesting. A couple minutes ago, you said, you know, if Brock Purdy went somewhere else, he might have washed out. A seventh-round pick, yeah. sure, possibly. Um, I just – this is going to be tough, and a lot of people are just not going to like that I ask this, but I'll just I'll just put it out there. Let's say Patrick Mahomes goes to the Detroit Lions in the draft. Mm-hmm. What, what, what do you think Patrick Mahomes is today, Mike? I mean, um, it's an impossible question to know, but if we can say Brock Purdy might have washed out as a seventh-round pick with – I don't, wherever you want to go, Seattle, you know, uh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes in Detroit or Patrick Mahomes in Tennessee or something like there's, yeah, a, he, there's a, he, I would say better than 50% chance. He ain't close to what he is now. I, I agree with that. And especially the team success part of it, you know, just being in one place with a, with a great head coach and getting a chance behind Alex Smith for a season. I do think his talent, uh, you know, and it seems like he's got a good, you know, drive to him probably would have carried him far, but it, but there's no doubt. You know, he walked into a great situation and made the most of it. Yeah, when you get to sit for a year behind a former number one pick in Alex Smith, and you get an all-time coach in Andy Reid, who, you know, you could argue he's probably on the Mount Rushmore of NFL coaches, or, or he's certainly in the discussion for the fourth spot. Like, that is a home run. I mean, we look at Trevor Lawrence, Mike. You, you study quarterbacks a lot. Like, we all thought Trevor Lawrence was going to be the man coming out. And yeah. he was kind of—I mean—he got kind of unlucky, if you will, with, with with Urban Meyer. And then, you know, with Doug Peterson, they go to the playoffs and they have a comeback win that they probably should not have won against Brandon Staley. And now they miss the playoffs, and it's like I—I I, I don't know what uh, is Trevor Lawrence going to get to a Super Bowl in his career? I—I I don't know. I—I I, I agree, but if he had come to Andy Reid, you'd think they'd be mm. doing better, right, and pushing deeper in the playoffs, and people'd be saying better things about him. I, I almost guarantee that's true. I feel like. For same thing like we said about Kyle, look at Donovan McNabb, by far his best with Andy Reid. I mean, basically washed out at the end after that, right? You'd, you'd say Alex Smith uh, for sure had some success with Jim Harbaugh, but really more consistent, longer-term success with Andy Reid and now uh, Mahomes as well. So that's one of the things I pointed out. Andy Reid's winning rate, win percentage with Alex Smith was better than the career records for Bill Belichick, Tom Landry, Bud Grant, Joe Gibbs, Bill Walsh. You know, I mean, they won a lot. You know, they didn't make the championship success because it's hard to do. He's a different quarterback than the quarterbacks those guys had, but it's pretty amazing. Yeah, and it makes it so tough. And listen, the the Tom Brady thing stands out. I know he's the GOAT and he's got the most Mm -hmm. Super Bowls and Mahomes probably won't catch him. But this idea that Brady didn't get kind of sort of lucky, I think he was seventh on the Michigan depth chart when he got there. And then yeah. falls to the sixth round. If Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, I don't. I mean, it, it, it's one of those moments. Like, I don't know what happens to Tom Brady. I can yeah. guarantee you, he's not winning seven Super Bowls if, if yeah. Drew because there was no right. Yeah, maybe maybe they would have got to the end of Drew Bledsoe's contract, you know, whenever that was, and made a decision then based on what they'd seen. But they could have also re-signed them. So it is hard to know. I mean, I think a lot of things like that are unanswerable, and the situations do yeah. matter. Any quarterback will tell you if they're honest. Where you yeah. go uh, is right. a huge part of the success. Yeah. Let's get to something kind of answerable. Um, so what we've seen in the playoffs, true or false, the Chiefs have gotten really good stuff off the script. 
grabbed an early lead, and then just squeezed the opponent to death with the defense. Um, Patrick Mahomes yeah. has been lights out in the first half. Second half, they 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 didn't do much against the Ravens. Don't no no points. I think like five first downs or something. They did enough against the Bills. Uh, and Miami, you know, negative thirty degrees. Just toss it out the window. I, I I wonder. Do you think Steve Wilkes sees this and says we need to throw a wrinkle at Mahomes so they don't go out and grab a seven nothing lead on the first drive? We can't fall behind the way we did against the Packers and the Lions. Yeah, but I mean, is now the time to come up with some kind of wrinkle? I think they're they're they've strayed on the fundamentals on defense in the last uh, few games here. They've been a little shaky. I don't think they're playing good enough on defense. So that's a tough thing for them to do. They're not really a team that has a bunch of answers for everything, right? With their scheme. So I'm a little concerned for their defense and where they're at. I think I think it's if they win or win this game, they're going to get right on that side of the ball. And I don't know how many answers they have. Hmm, that's not great. Uh, I I do wonder. We we looked into like how the Chiefs run the football, and it's a lot more uh, up the middle inside mm-hmm. runs, whereas the zone runs had given the Forty ers problems in the last two rounds, especially yeah. the Lions. And then uh, Aaron Jones broke off that huge one. I mean, he didn't have an amazing game, but he did have one big big run. Um, do you think Pacheco will be a problem for the for the 49ers, or is the scheme a better matchup for Armstead and what San Fran has in the middle? Yeah, the scheme could be better for them. It could, uh, with the strength in the, in the middle of their defense. But I still think Pacheco's just good enough to do enough. You don't need dynamic rushing when you got Patrick Mahomes. You just need some, right? Just give Mahomes some plays off. Give Mahomes a chance to not have to be burning at the red line every single play carrying it the whole game. And I think that's what Pacheco does. And then if they get a lead, you know, they can lean into that a little bit more. I think it's a nice kind of underrated component for them. Defense playing great. You've still got Mahomes. I mean, it's really a dream scenario for me if I'm the Chiefs. Um, one thing that's changed for the Chiefs, uh, Mike, is this whole drop passes. They led the league in drops famously. And then for whatever reason, you get to the playoffs and everything is being caught. Uh, Rasheed Rice, by the way, it looks like led the Chiefs in drops. I believe he's been clean in the postseason. Travis Kelsey was second. He's been clean. Kadarius Tony relegated to the bench. Uh, Justin Watson, I don't know if he even had a target in the Ravens game. Um, and then you, you have Miko Hardman, who's been a bit of a disaster. MVS, who's cleaned it up. What's the big difference other than they're not mm-hmm. dropping passes anymore? <laughs> I think they're a team. Well, there's two components. One, I think Rasheed Rice has developed as a young player. So he's probably just gotten better as a player, and that's part of it. And that's helped the whole offense. But I think this is a team that's been to the mountaintop multiple times, and it's hard to maintain that, you know, to be sort of up and at your absolute best for the tune-up fights, right? Kind of kind of the, the not the biggest games. I think there's clearly been a, a, another level of focus for Mahomes and Kelsey down the stretch when it's mattered the most that probably the rest of the team has picked up on. And I didn't know they were going to be able to do that. It really just weren't sure during the season because it just looked like those guys were dropping so many passes. But I think the best players seem to have really uh, stepped up in the details of their games. And it's been really great for them. Maybe there's a little bit of a breakthrough to just confidence wise. They, they've, they've endured the worst MBS has been kind of written off and the expectations for them got low. So now you're succeeding when no one's expecting you to, maybe that's easier. Uh, This is kind of a difficult question, but um, based on what you said about the Chiefs, say they've been here before is who has more pressure in this game? 
um, Brock Purdy, who's never been here, and the Niners or the Chiefs, who have been here seemingly every year for the last six years? Yeah, I think it's on the 49ers more. They're they're favored in the game. They've had you know another chance to be here in 2019. They haven't broken through. They're second, I think, to the Chiefs in wins over the last three seasons. But ultimately, mm-hmm. at this stage, they've risen to a level where you're really measured by whether you win a championship. And they haven't been able to do that. So if they miss this opportunity, how many more are they going to get, right, yeah. uh, to do it? So I feel like it's a huge opportunity for them. Whereas the Chiefs, you know, they've got their championships and it would suck for them to lose. But they still go home and see those trophies in the Lombardi case in the lobby, yeah. you know. Winter's coming here in L.A. That means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. All-season tires. All-weather tires. Dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com. Use the Tire Decision Guide to get personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from a full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for a couple of years. Mobile tire installations available all over the country. Have you heard about this? They bring new tires to your home or work. Install them on site. Game changer. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. See their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're experts. TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Come on, pick and roll! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Let me go back to Steve Wilkes for a sec because he's been kind of a fall guy for the Niners as his defense has been quite bad. Um, I I do wonder, do they have the horses to match up with Rice and Kelsey? We know the linebackers are good, but I mean, Mike, all I heard was, oh, Roquan Smith, uh, he's great. Patrick Queen's got better. And Kyle Hamilton, you can't throw on him. And, and Kelsey ate him up in the first half. Um, yeah. Do the Niners match up well with Rice and then Kelsey? I don't think so. Uh, I don't no. think they do. And the the hard part about it, too, is even if you do match up well, then Mahomes moves around and buys three extra seconds, and suddenly you don't match up well, right? Because he finds the guy who's uncovered and is Kelsey sitting there in the zone. So, no, I don't, I don't think they have probably as good of an answer as you'd think the Ravens did. 
Um, regarding Mahomes, though, I've taken a lot of heat for simply pointing this out. This is just factual, Mike. Patrick Mahomes had the worst season of his career. I mean, go, go up and <laughs> yeah. down anything. EPA, uh, yeah. yards per attempt, yeah. whatever you want to say. It was the worst season of his career, right? It's not a knock. It's just a fact. Yeah. And then you get to the postseason, and he's playing like error-free football. This is the toughest part about handicapping this game. Do you put more stock in the three-game playoff sample size where he's been lights out or the 17-game sample size where he was eh, yeah. not the Patrick Mahomes you expect? How do you handle that? I definitely, because of the credibility of what he's established over time, over five, six, seven years, I definitely read into the last few games. Uh, I think that's how you have to evaluate this team. And I was looking at this going into the playoffs. They did this a little bit before, a couple of years ago. I think it was, I think they still had Tyreek then, but they had a year where, remember, everyone kind of solved their explosive plays and they weren't letting them get the big strikes right. down the field. Tennessee specifically, there was a Tennessee yeah. game, I remember. Yeah. So, but what happened was uh, late in that season, and especially in the playoffs, Mahomes passing uh, EPA, is what I was looking at, went way back up again. And so as we went into these playoffs, I sort of looked and I was like, okay, can that happen again? What are examples of this happening before when other guys, Breeze or Rogers, Brady, had le- had sort of their worst seasons or lesser seasons? And it showed clearly that they do sometimes bounce back with big playoffs. I think that's what we're seeing, and I think it's real. Interesting. So let, let me go to now the, the weapons aspect. Um, we know that Snead has been amazing at corner. I would assume he will just follow around Brandon Ayuk. The tougher question is what happens with Debo. In the last Super Bowl, um, 2020, and he wasn't what he is now, he was all over the field. If you watch the cut-up on YouTube, he's on the outside, he's in the slot, he's in the backfield. He was everywhere, and he was a problem. Um, what do you think they do? Could, can, does McDuffie kind of track him, if you will, or, or not? You don't want Debo matched up with linebackers. We know that. No, I, no I think there's a huge problem that the 49ers present is they basically have five guys that are somewhat the same size, somewhat, somewhat interchangeable, so they can get you uh, in matchups that are favorable for them almost anywhere. So the issue then becomes defensively, you have to disrupt the guy with the ball in his hand throwing it. I think that's what it is, more than just you know the great blanket matchup play after play, because they've shown they'll if there's time, they'll scheme guys open, right? They just will, uh, I think, against just about anybody. So that's where the Chiefs' inside pass rush, Chris Jones, has to make him uh, make Purdy not able to really set and throw at the same velocity and accuracy that, he's, that he has before. Because Purdy, I think that's what, that's what we've seen, like when Cleveland or some of these teams got to him, it... it when that pocket collapses on him or you start getting in his legs and in his face, um, I think his efficiency goes way, way down. I think that's the key to the game. And, and I think mm. Kansas City matches up pretty well there. Should be able to make some plays, maybe get their hands on a couple of footballs. So the, that's an interesting observation because I wonder, do you think they're going to need to blitz Purdy? We know he's been excellent against the blitz, and you don't really want to leave Ayuk, yeah. Kittle, Debo, uh, C-Mac alone. Uh, Omenahue will not play for for the Chiefs. Um, obviously, Karlaftis has had a good postseason. Chris Jones, you've always got to watch him. But um, I don't know. Do, do you anticipate Spags dialing up some blitzes? He has been really, really, really good defensively, calling all the right plays against the Bills yeah. and especially against the Ravens. I, I, he will. I don't. I don't know that it's going to be a super heavy blitz game. I mean, I, I guess if they couldn't get there before, but I think they'll be able to get there before enough to not have to just, you know, throw caution to the wind. Hmm. 
Interesting. I guess then I'll wrap up with this from from a gambling perspective, and I know you know that's not your mm-hmm. purview at all. Yeah. If I throw out, uh, you know, we're always looking for like the long shot first touchdown guy. I'm okay. looking at the Chiefs, and I look at their distribution, Mike, for receiver for catches in the play in the playoffs, right? Um, Kelsey twenty three, Rice twenty, and then you've got to go all the way down to MVS at five. Essentially, they're force feeding Kelsey and Rice. Well, if I know that, and you know that, everybody knows that. So do the Niners. What if I took a dart on a guy like Richie James uh, for a first touchdown? He has one catch in the playoffs. I mean, listen, I I just don't think Watson is going to really be on the field much. I don't think they trust him. Uh, We know Tony's done, and and I don't know what the trust level is in Hardman. So I was looking at a guy, and I'm thinking Richie James. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, 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 exactly, because you're going to get long odds on that, right? (laughs) Yes, very, Uh, very long, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I I like that. I think it's a good idea. They they threw to him. Did they did they just not have him on a touchdown recently, and it didn't come to pass? I can't remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I remember he was a he was a Forty Nine er draft pick. I remember him. I remember a guy in the draft telling me, "Look out for Richie James, good player." So here he is. <laughs> yeah, he did well with the Giants for a minute. Uh, the other one I like on for the Niners, and this is weird. And again, you know, feel free to tear it apart. I noticed Juszczyk, the great fullback, has his uh-huh. wife has gotten more ink for whatever jacket she's doing with Taylor, oh, yeah. making the Taylor Swift buys or whatever. She's gotten more ink than he has. He's basically been a non-factor, through obviously in the play in the two playoff games, and then in the regular season he hasn't done much. But if Super Bowl in twenty twenty, Kyle Shanahan used him, uh-huh. and he was a major factor. A bit of a surprise. Now he was obviously younger. I'm just curious if there's a guy to to, to watch on this offense. Under the radar, is it you? Is use check? Do you see him playing a part at all, or have they kind of phased no, out the fullback, if you will? It, it could be him. It just feels like they've gone out of their way to get McCaffrey's numbers and his touchdowns, doesn't it? It's like a thing to get him a touchdown yeah. every game, and it just feels so intentional. So that's probably as much as anything probably hurt use check for some of those running back touches, right? Um, I, I would assume so. Yeah, you're right. It, it almost felt like he was, and I said this early in the season. Shanahan was trying to prove a point. Everybody says running backs don't matter. I'll show you guys. I'll show you. Christian McCaffrey's gonna gonna, gonna just eat everybody up, and he was, like you said, force fed. But you you know these smart coaches are thinking ahead, and everybody's go oh, watch Christian McCaffrey MVP Christian, and then somebody comes hey. out and surprises. Maybe it's use check. I don't know. What what about uh, what about a Purdy touchdown? Just figuring. Hey, the Chiefs, you know haven't done consistently great all the time against mobile quarterbacks. And that's the way that he's been mm-hmm. Purdy's kind of been making some, you know, helping his team lately, right. Is just able to scramble and make something happen. Maybe he gets the yeah. first touchdown, on a, on a, you know, keeps the ball somehow. I like that. Now, wait, you said chiefs haven't done well against mobile quarterbacks and obviously sample size, recency bias. Lamar didn't do really anything. Was that maybe no. you saw something that why, why wasn't well? Lamar doing anything? Well, they only gave Lamar two design rushes. I think that was the big problem. So, uh, and then Lamar himself, I think, just wasn't even looking around. There was that one scramble on the right side. You're like he's looking downfield, which is what everybody you know, hey wants. That's what they always say. Hey, great job by the quarterback. He's moving, but he's keeping his eyes downfield. Yeah, unless you're Lamar Jackson. <laughs> then we would like you occasionally to run for 50 yards, right? He just yeah. was not running. Even when he broke through, remember that run around the right side? He's looking over his shoulder for like the guy to get him. No, just go. Yeah. You're faster than everybody else. So I don't know if Lamar lost a step or just lost his way a little bit in terms of this new offense, getting him to you know think more as a passer all the time. But uh, I, I think that was a very disappointing from a Baltimore standpoint that they didn't yeah. try to use that more. Well, let me just follow up with that. Um, was that on just a young play caller 
youngish to the NFL, um, the kid out of out of Georgia, who I, I don't. It was weird, like the just the the sequencing was odd, the lack of handoffs for the running backs, um, given the Kansas City soft run defense, like the whole game plan was wacky, and they didn't even pivot. I don't know if you saw the video. Odell on the bench was like. Your running is what makes you special, keeps the defense off balance. Like, essentially asking, why aren't you running? What did you see there? Well, Todd Monken's 58 years old, so I'm sure he appreciates us telling him the kid. But, no, he's been around. He he was the offensive coordinator for the uh, Bucks when they had uh, – Jameis was starting out early in his career. So, oh, wow. He, so, so he's been around um, – you know, John Harbaugh did a great job of kind of explaining how a combination of game flow and then the line of scrimmages by Lamar, where they sort of had runner pass based on defensive alignment. I think the Chiefs took them out of some of their planned runs and had them going to passes, and it, and it sort of got away from it. And then by the time they got later in the game, they sort of had to throw because they were behind. And so all those things kind of came together, and they looked up and realized we only had six carries to running backs, which I is a I think it's the lowest number in 417 total Raven games since 2000. So obviously they got wow. taken out of their game. That is crazy. Um, yes, good call on Munkin. Thank you for that. Um, let's go with uh, a lot of people seem to like the Chiefs here. Do you have a score? A lot of people are also saying low scoring. What's your lean here? Ooh, I like that. Well, I've been taking uh, Mahomes and the points all the way throughout the playoffs. So the total is 47 and a half. I can yeah. see it being. Uh, I could see it maybe going a little over that. I could see maybe the Chiefs getting to 27-21, something like that. Interesting. 27-23. So a little does, higher does scoring. It, I mean, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, you obviously don't care about this, but do you, do you think it's weird that every single person's picking the Chiefs, yet Vegas has made San Francisco the favorite? I do think it's very weird. I, I was surprised to see San Francisco as the favorite. Sometimes that's, you need to see that. It's like a reminder. Hey, don't get too tied up in the short term. I just... I just don't know how you can not yeah. look at what we're looking at, which is the more recent games, and say, I would rather have my – I'd be much more nervous having my money on the 49ers giving points, wouldn't you? Indeed. Yeah, I would. I, I'm on the Niners. I just wonder if the two weeks will – you know, like the Chiefs kind of had that week off in, in week 18. Um, not week off, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And then they come back, like Kelsey was rested, and they just three weeks in a row look awesome, as well as they have all season. And now there's the two-week slowdown, and maybe that slows them down just a little, whereas the Niners have sort of a reset. Hey, we had the bye week. We did. We were weirdly flat against the Packers. We were flat against the Lions. Now we get to reset again, and I just wonder if that will be a big boost for, for San Fran. Yeah, I suppose that it could be because they need to play better. You're right. They need to play better. But when I think of the break, I think of Travis Kelsey, a little bit older. You know, just let him rest mm. up. Uh, you know, Mahomes has been pretty much injury free, so that's been good for him. So I think the Chiefs will take it. They get their guard back now, right? Joe Thune's going to be back in the game uh, with with a break. So, and then we the history of Andy Reid after bye weeks is is very good too. So I don't necessarily see that being a huge advantage for one team or the other this week. Okay, all right, Mike Sando, the Athletic. Enjoy the week in Vegas and uh, have fun at the game, Mike. I will. Thank you. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like in the parking lot at your kid's peewee championship game. A trophy bigger than your five-year-old is blocking the rear windshield of the car in front of you. As they reverse into you, you're stuck on defense. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, this crash could drain your athletic fund. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. <laughs> 